0: live learn grow and enjoy everything there is to running together i hope you enjoy the show welcome back to another episode of the lockdown challenge podcast this is a third episode and it's actually the third time lucky so we uh (laughs) rain checked sunday night because of the london marathon which was a good decision it was a good watch and then we went to record on Monday, Monday night, and I tried to improve the audio quality of the podcast and plug the microphone in and um, ended up just hearing my voice when I was listening back to it. So this is the third time lucky, and welcome to the show, Craig Night Owl-Appleby. How are you going?
1: Hey, mate. I'm good. I'm good
0: no headband tonight
1: no headband tonight no no i'm you know just showered this week so <laughs> taking a page out of nick earl's book so <laughs>
0: <laughs> john local legend of cockatoo dutton hey mate nice to have you back mate and dion the aura correspondent sports beer connoisseur finocciaro welcome back Thanks for having me good to be here. <laughs> um, I want to start with you, Dion. Um, you've been very busy on the email and you've chatted to Aura. You've um, chatted to various individuals, Brian Rowe, and you, we're a little um, bit clearer.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, a little bit clearer about. Um, we're still not completely sure, but things might have taken a little bit of shape with. Uh, perhaps the super shoe debate and uh, some of the rules around that. So do you mind um, clearing that up and, and trying to put it sort of simply so listeners can sort of understand it?
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, I've been in touch with um, Dave Cundy, and he's put me in touch with um, Brian Lowe, who is one of the members of um, World Athletics and he is a part of the um, Integrity and Ethics unit. So he has been a good resource for um, getting, I guess, some finer details about the ruling, which um, by even his understanding isn't entirely sure, but um, it was that um, what his last message was, that um, the AURA and the IAU don't have to follow um Exactly with World Athletics guidelines, and and because it's such a new rule that World Athletics and the IAU, um, they haven't really, or the IAU hasn't made their stance known on the super shoes. But from all um, correspondence with Aura that I've had, um, they they say that um, the shoe is is Supposedly allowed. It's it's not um, it's not uh, a forbidden shoe to wear. Um, And given that track events like the 20k and the 50k, like the race walking, are allowed with with world athletics on with the super shoes. um, Yeah, it seems like our track record will be eligible if we still wear the super shoes. Um, And also with one of the Victorian representatives of Aura. Um, Her name is Karen Mickle, and she's a foot uh, biomechanic, I believe. And, yeah, she also um, said that we should be able to wear the shoes as well and um, has kindly said that she would be willing to help out with um, anything given that we get the go-ahead and um, also pointed out that we would just need to have a minimum of three same-gender participants in the race, which we've got at the moment. Um, So just trying to ascertain whether we need to have everyone finish, but I don't believe that we do. Um, That's a good start for the week, having that we just got that email on Monday night.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I'll be able to attach um, the little document from the IAU and the guidelines they've forwarded on to us that, um yes, for other other listeners to, to have a look at so far and and that's all we can go off so far, isn't it? Um, yeah
2: Yeah, and because it's such a new rule, um, you know it's going to take a bit of time for the other bodies to implement it or bring up their own stance on it. but um I don't I don't see it being an issue, and given that they have um, the 24 48 hour records still being, um, ruled over with the IAU then th- and those events are able to wear those shoes so for the 50k um, it's more and more likely looking like that will be okay for us Great
0: and, and you've been uh, wheeling and dealing and um, potentially uh, the, you might have a sports beer um, uh, potentially supporting the podcast or is it too early to chat about?
2: um yeah it's something that is being thrown up and you know depending how we go with covid numbers and things like that they'd be willing to come on the day and you know provide um, spectators maybe with with a beer or something like that um depending on the time of the day you might want to drink it when you get home or if you want a beer in the morning i'm not fence how well we are going <laughs> uh, Celebrating. And, uh, and um and potentially, you know, some uh beer spot prizes or something like that if if we can get people over to have a look. Um obviously seeing how we go with the COVID guidelines, but um yeah, um you guys will be getting a couple of the, the zero plus sports beers and um yeah, to, to, to sample and taste and um you yeah, know, I've definitely enjoyed having quite a few of them so far and You know, there's a a code that you can get um, a 12% discount as well, which is just Dion's beer, no space. Um, And, yeah, they're made in Victoria as well, down in Woodend. That's fantastic. Brilliant, brilliant,
0: brilliant on all accounts, Dion. Um, I want to move on to JD and Johnny Dutton's week. And um, let's kick kick off our week uh, recap and we'll start off with Johnny.
3: Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Um, good so, man. Uh, you, you've you've caught me out. I'm not quite ready. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you had a practice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a good week though. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say better than last week. Um, so another week. I spoke last week of doing a couple planned weeks of just strength work and not worrying too much about. Speed I hit in training, so it's another hilly week on Monday. Around 20.6k at 409s with just over 400 meters of elevation gain, and I was pretty happy with that. Um, coming off the back of the long run, so it's a good run. In so Tuesday morning, because um, with my work, I'm permitted to travel around for work a bit. I did a I was lucky enough to run in Sandringham on the beach um, Tuesday morning. So I ran 10K at 4.08 in the morning and back home to Gembrook at night and ran another 10K at 4.18. So 20K day there. And the plan was to do a session on the Wednesday. but I was was just feeling a little tired from the week and worked out that I'd run just under 150K in seven days with a with the rest day so just pushed the session back to the Thursday and didn't end up getting out until just after two o'clock it was um, it was pretty warm by the time I got out and just the early sort of spring warmth it's just hard to get used to um, straight away so it was just knocking me around a little bit but uh, ended up doing aK warm-up down to cockatoo athletics track um so it was 8k at four minute k's into 8k on the track in lane two which i did in 25:14, which is 309 average which being a grass track was would have been out a little bit because we've noticed train down there a few times um so it's probably closer to 314 315s but still still happy with the pace and the effort on a much drier track. So <laughs> the shoes were a lot better on a drier track than last week. And um, bumped into Apples down there. He was down there with his kids and had a bit of a chat about running and, and life and <laughs> cockatoo and all those things. And then um, after what seemed like uh, <laughs> about half an hour just chatting Apples, I ran home, the uh, AK uphill. In 413, so it was 24k at 348, so what? Um, yeah, really happy with that run. And what was it Friday morning? I was, I didn't work Friday, so I was able to start a bit later. So got out at just after eight o'clock for 70 minutes, um, down to cockatoo again, did a couple more laps around the oval, bumped into apples again. <laughs> He's, I think he lives down at the track now. Jeez. He's um...
0: lurking in your territory, apple isn't he? He, he. he is, yeah.
1: <laughs> Three times I've been there in like six months and we, we bump into each other then.
3: No, I'm joking. <laughs> it was good to see him. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I thought, well, it'd be about 10 miles if I run down, do a couple laps, and then head home. So it was. For an easy run, there's still a bit of climbing in that. It was 16.4K, 316 meters of climbing. And then I went out for, a, a, it's a little bit flatter. It's still undulating, but uh, 12K on Friday night. I did um, 12K 409s, so 28.4K day. So I'm really happy with that and I titled the run The awakening of a dormant beast so (laughs) the 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 reason for that over the years a lot um i've been called a lot of things but when i'm training well um i'm definitely up for the hard work and everyone usually (laughs) knows that so it just for a 28k day i just i really enjoyed it and i was happy being out there and i wasn't a slog and i wasn't flat either so i wasn't the easiest of days so I'm really happy to be in that sort of headspace, which I don't think I've been in for a while. So everything just seems nice and settled, and I'm just just love being out there, which is massive bonus. So I thought I thought on after that uh, that day on Friday I'd try and uh, replicate that on Saturday. So I went out for 16 half k back down to Cockatoo around the oval again and back home. Um, It's another 315 metres of climbing in that easy run, but it's just, it's the third warm day in a row, so I decided just to skip the afternoon run because I just felt just like the edge had been taken off a bit, just not used to the warming temperatures, so just took that extra recovery and um, got out Sunday morning for a long run, so the plan for Sunday's long run was just to, just to push the hills a bit more a bit more of a session type of feel and um i thought if i could hit average 340s to 350s i would have been really happy over those hills and went out a bit quick and ambitious and uh tired probably in the last half an hour and just sort of struggled my way back but ended up running 30.6k at 356s but um it was over 500 meters of climbing so it was a really solid effort and was hot and humid and pretty disgusting really so for for the week it was it was 140.3k with 2,346 meters of climbing which is an, another new pb this week for that so the body feels good and yeah I'm, I'm really happy with that week
0: yeah that's a great week and I love I love hearing the beast is back <laughs> trying <laughs> <laughs> did the fluoro socks get another another go this week
3: uh, sorry what was the, that the
0: fluoro compression socks
3: uh, no <laughs> they stayed on this week it was just a bit warm for them this week <laughs> and I, I think it's more when my, when my legs especially my calves are feeling a bit flat and a bit sore I chuck on those long compression socks just to I don't know, hold my legs together, I think, so I can get through a session. But, but no, the, the best part of that week, I think, was I feel like I'm adapting to the training and I'm recovering better than what I was doing 100K weeks four weeks ago. So uh, really positive signs coming from these weeks and can't wait to drop some of the elevation gain, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I, I like where you're at. I, I think I said it um, yesterday. um. When we um, had the show, like I, I just I I like how you um at the moment you're building strength and and I think I said it like um all your sessions are over hills so it's it's harder to get injured because you it's gentler on the body you can't go as fast but you're still doing workouts but they don't they don't look good on Strava in terms of they're not super quick because they're over a lot of hills, um but yeah you're exercising the right you know energy systems um everything's there Uh, it's just a smart way to build a good base like over over these weeks and then you get a bit more specific and polarize your training and try to find some flatter surfaces and um you know in in a few weeks um yes and and then also when you said you had um a rest day uh like uh, i thought how you sort of um You know had that rest day and you're not afraid to put an easy day in there and listen to your body so um any other thoughts guys
2: um no i liked um the way that you know john you you've done your week and and willing to be flexible and do things on the fly and take the day off or you know if you're feeling good you can you know put a little bit more effort in but um over the hills and also considering that um you know, you're still, you know, working, but you've got to be a bit adaptable to be able to get the most out of your training and not just do yourself a whole, because we all know that you're willing to do the work. It's just about will the, will the body um, play suit and being adaptable and taking the rest days.
3: And, and that's the thing. I think um, maybe, maybe I'm finally getting a bit wiser as I okay. go along. Um, it's just mentally refreshing too, just not... I'm not at the point where I'm focusing in 100% on this 50k. Like, I know that time will come, but for now, it's about getting to the level where I can do the training when it's time for this race. Because um, too many times I've gone from try to go from A to B too quickly, step up the kilometers too quick, do it all too fast, and it comes back to bite me most times. So maybe a more sensible approach will get me to the start line. <laughs>
0: yep and how have you gone with adding work back in there
3: it's yeah i thought i had it under control but that was only a part time i was doing three days a week and now i'm back full time it's like today i took another rest day which i'll talk about <laughs> next week but um yep. just because i was a bit tired and it, like the said, it's just about being flexible and being smart
0: nice and then um, going forward, like over the next week or two, what have you got planned?
3: So it will be another week of uh, heading out for over hills. So um, tomorrow I'm going to do a tempo run over hills, probably forty-five to sixty minutes worth over hills, and um, keep it much the same as the last two weeks, and then start flattening out, start getting more specific with when I'm going to put in time trials and how far they're going to be, when are they going to be, and how my weeks are going to look like and um yeah just try and flatten things out a bit and easy days easier and hard days sort of longer and um more race specific really fantastic uh
0: let's go on to dion um dion you had the 5k hit out this week and uh there was a few dramas uh during the week uh um Tell, tell listeners um, about, um, yeah, a little bit of a niggle and um, how you coped with it.
2: Last last week on the podcast that uh, I had my biggest week in about 12 weeks or three months and, you know, it was about 160 on k, and, you know, started the Monday nice and cruisy. I just did a um, 16K at 4.27s with Baden, one of my training partners and, uh, you know, just Felt nice and comfy, no problems there. And then in the afternoon, I caught up with one of the athletes that I'm coaching, and I uh, dropped off some poker shoes to him. And yeah, and then in the evening, I was just laying in bed, and I had this weird um, ache, throbbing kind of pain at the bottom one third of my shin, and on my left side. And yeah, it, it didn't feel muscular, so it was really odd. And I sort of got carried away and thinking the worst, and started thinking, oh, I've got a, you know, a stressed reaction in the shin, given that now we've got the two hours to train, so I I put a hirudoid wrap around my leg, and had some uh, voltaran, and sort of went to bed, and it was still a little bit tender in the morning, so I had the day um, with no running, and I just, it, it was not great weather, so it was a bit of an uninspired bike ride, and that was about, an hour and a half, but I wanted to do two hours, but I had a few traffic lights and I just wasn't enjoying the ride. So I just called it in. That was forty three and a bit Ks. And then Wednesday, um oh, I didn't I still had the same sort of pain Tuesday night. So I didn't do anything on the Wednesday. I just set up the indoor trainer, but didn't actually do anything. And then the Thursday morning I caught up with a new um, client that I'm um, coaching and, and then I just ran to the park so it was two and a bit k's at 4.44s and then ran home but yeah I was hoping to do a bit of a run in the afternoon but because I'm working in a kitchen in Knox on the Thursdays I've generally it's a long time standing and given that I you know was a bit sensitive about my leg I didn't run in the afternoon so that was a total of you know nearly 6k for the day um, first run in a couple of days and didn't feel any worse for it. Um, and then so Friday, we uh, just jogged down to the local footy oval and was going to do five by um, 400 metres at 5k race pace. So hopefully sub three minute pace, but um, it was a little bit windy and I was, did a shared a few laps at the oval with Shane Crawford and um didn't run the same pace, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was doing the reps and wasn't feeling great. So I just shortened that and did four, four reps, um, a bit uninspired. Loco, you didn't want to make him look too bad. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, well, he he was shuffling along and I didn't want to like, um, run behind him like I did with you at Tokyo and slap me on the bum. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: what session do you reckon he had?
2: Uh, Shuffle. It was, really like, <laughs> it was really like a shit Cliffy Young shuffle. It was not moving. Much. Uh, <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be broken probably, now. I'd say he'd be lucky to be doing 5.30s. And I know that he's, you know, he's done some pretty epic runs, so yeah, definitely not pushing himself when I saw him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just 8.5k and 3.58s. Um... But yeah, it didn't feel great, so just <laughs> tried to forget about that run, and and then on the Saturday it was pretty warm and windy in the morning, and I was meeting up with Tom Crouch in the afternoon for our um, Evolve Run Club 5K that we were doing, and some people were doing 10, but um, we were doing 5, and so just in the morning I did a half an hour shake um, just to see how the leg was feeling. and. You know to tell him if i needed to bail um so i just did six and a half k at 4:25s and felt fine so i felt okay to to go to the track and do the run in the afternoon which um we did like a 5k warm-up with um some drills and strides and that was about four o'clock and by this stage it was 28 degrees and really windy like 40k an hour wind and So it was definitely against us. And we both sort of agreed before the race that we would not, you know, go for too much under the 15-minute pace. So we we really just went out at 72s and tried to hold on and hopefully finish a bit stronger. But, yeah, by 2K, um, we hit 3 or 2K in about 604. And by then I was and you know I let Tom Crouch go and um, we both faded a bit, but I definitely faded more. And yeah, it was just one of those runs that I knew before I even started that I wasn't going to run, you know, a sub fifteen or or thereabouts. And given the the heat and the and the wind, um, it definitely picked up towards the end. And uh, it just felt like we were going at a snails pace on the back straight. But um, at the end, what did I do? Three, uh, did 15.47 and Crouchy did 15.27 but um, yeah, we were both a bit disappointed with our times but we, we definitely pushed pretty hard and I definitely had nothing else left to give um, there was a few times where I wanted to pull the pin actually and nearly vomited a few times so I was definitely on my top limits and yeah just i think just the heat as well which we haven't been used to has been you know that was three days in a row of some pretty warm weather and given that we've been running in you know 10 odd degrees it was a bit of a shock um so after a pretty quick break there was not much time between the run and the cool down but um we got going and i just did 10ks in lane 8 going opposite direction and so probably it was a little generous, but that was at 4.06 for the um, pace for the 10K. But yeah, a real battle to do that. But I was making up some some distance for the uh, for the rest of the week that I really tapered off for this 5K, which just happened to be on the worst conditions that we've had for a while. Um, so yeah, I was pretty knackered Saturday night and then Sunday morning, Oh, actually, Saturday night, I watched the footy and the Collingwood um, West Coast game, and thankfully Collingwood got up. But um, given that we had the daylight savings and put the clocks forward, and I ended up getting up at 6.30 for the run. And, yeah, so essentially getting up at 5.30 and caught up with Dave Ridley and sort of took a few Ks to get rolling and sort of like around the 4.30s for the first 4K and got to... um, met up with Dave Ridley, and and then we were rolling, you know, 350 sort of pace, and, yeah, it was really, really humid. We both had our shirts off, and we were both, like, covered in bugs from, like, all the humidity as well, and um, (laughs) just all over our hairy chest was all these bugs that we were collecting along the way, and, um, yeah, that was a hard run, and so I didn't quite go the full two hours, because I just wanted the run to be over, and so that was 28k at three And then with that last bit of time, I just jumped in the water for next to five seconds and got out cause it was so cold. Um, yeah, wash off the bugs actually. And, but yeah, My feet were pretty sore for going in the water. So I was out pretty quick. And then in the afternoon, I just did a, a slow spin on the trainer inside on the bike and, um, Pretty crazy effort just to flush the legs out, but um, yeah, wasn't entirely thrilled with the week that I had. There was a few missed opportunities and a scare that I hope you know goes away. And Monday was fine. I did the two two runs at like 22k for the day, so hopefully it was just a bit of paranoia creeping in. But um, things are okay, and yeah, it was an 89k week, so. And no elevation, so not too much to report there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good that you still gave the um, time trial a go um, and and adjusted how you were going to attack it, given the weather and also how you're feeling. Because the when you've got a scare like that, it can really plague on your mental state and and how you're you know over over complicating things, overthinking every step you take or every run you go on. So. You have got it out of the system, I guess. The temp, the the run, and if you were to do the same thing in two or three weeks, I'll be pretty happy to put down like a f- sub fifteen ten just in three weeks of getting back into routine. So. Yeah,
2: and given that it was a virtual race, and um, you know, like it was sort of like a free shot. I knew I wasn't going to get the time that I wanted, but um, because. I, you know, there's no events or anything like that. It was just the sort of thing that, you know, just throw it to the wall and see if it sticks. And, you know, there's nothing to lose. It's, you know, if you blow up, then that's okay. But, yeah, I, I definitely think there's more more out there because I did a 2 by 5 rep a couple of weeks, 2 by 5 rep session the other week, and the second 5K was at 15.36. So, yeah, yeah there's definitely more, more to give.
0: And, and Dion, an indication of how hard Saturday was, was, didn't Tom Crouch run 15.03 or something a few weeks ago, and and then he yeah,
2: yeah, he, he did a, a solo time trial, in, you know, a lot of it was in lane two as well, and um, he did that at like six or seven o'clock at night, and yeah, he, um, he ran 15.03 just by himself, and you know, he-, he he thinks he's picked up a bit of form since then as well so yeah for him to be you know 20 odd seconds behind when he's fitter um yeah definitely shows how hard it was and pretty much everyone else that i was coaching that did the event um, a lot of people either didn't do the whole distance you know didn't do the 10k and um, postponed it or didn't finish and people doing 5k battles, it was just not not the event or the weekend to do an event. I guess in hindsight, we're probably lucky that Melbourne Marathon didn't go ahead. Um, We probably would have battled pretty severely.
3: Yeah. um, Very similar to 2008 when I debuted at Melbourne, um, a lot of people have been talking about that. Very windy, very warm, just would have been miserable.
0: Apples, uh, we'll move on to you. Um, you've had an eventful week, um, a fair bit of time on the bike. Uh, tell listeners about, um, yeah, your, your hip and, and how it's going.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I will start off by saying, Loco, you've reminded me that there are traffic lights out there in the world. I, uh, <laughs> I have not been out to <laughs> a traffic light in... Uh, oh, Probably since June or May. That's how. Wow.
2: Yeah. I would, have, I would have stopped at twenty traffic lights minimum.
1: Minimum. Jeez. Yeah. I'm lucky if we're we're seeing cars and that. Oh, obviously running through the townships. But, uh, yeah. What a week. Um, just going back to that Monday. So the Sunday was a 30 okay day, and I felt a whole lot better than I did the week before, um, which for me was a, a warm day. And probably dehydrated after that. So that one went well. Um, Monday morning, a 16K, 16 and a bit K at 426s um, up into Emerald and around the lake, which was nice. That was a lunch run. So nice and cruisy while still on school holidays. And then probably six hours later, did another six Ks um, along the creek at Cockatoo. And Came into Tuesday, my goal for the, this week was to, so for last week was to get the, get myself back into routine for a Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Also Tuesday and Friday being the session days and Sunday being the long run focus. Um, and so the plan was to just not do anything too crazy, just a, um, a solid tempo on the Tuesday and then push the speed work, um, whether it was reps or intervals um, so intervals or fartlek or whatever it was, uh, put that on the Friday. But um, so I went out to the track, six k's to the track. So added a bit extra on, um, and then did a twenty lap tempo in lane two, which was not bad. I wasn't feeling flash uh, flashy or anything, and um, my right glute med region it was it was pretty much within that that whole complex. There was just niggly. And uh, in hindsight, that should have been the indication to just turn around and go home. Um, but it wasn't affecting my run too much, but it was drawing my attention to it. So I thought I'll, I'll run the session and then, you know, focus on treatment and looking after it later that day. And anyway, run, watch says 8.57 at 3:14s, um, So 27.43 for the eight K's in lane two. So that's probably what, 8.2 maybe-ish, um, but kind of got into a rhythm and, and felt felt good. And then my hip was just there. It wasn't getting worse or anything like that. I uh, did a couple of uh, straights and bends barefoot, um, been just tacking on a little bit of barefoot training uh, with with either an easy run on a Monday or when I'm at the track and just to help strengthen my posterior and um especially my left foot and our uh, left leg sorry and um and my foot structures and yeah I ran probably what I don't know four, four or five laps there and yeah the lower leg is feeling a whole lot stronger now and um through arches and all that kind of stuff whereas when I first started doing a couple of laps of barefoot running it was um you would notice it within the calf structure so I'm happy with that happy that I can run barefoot for a couple of Ks and there's no soreness coming from it, so that tells me that there's some strength work going on there. Anyway, 6.4 Ks home, uh, just under 30 minutes at 4.38, and I didn't do another run that day, but I got on the bike for 21 K. Um, enjoyed the sights of France for 52 minutes. <laughs> that was lovely. And uh, <laughs> climbed, oh, I climbed it. Oh, that's right. I, um, They've just... Put on a when I say just, it's probably I don't know three, four weeks into it. But on Zwift they've got uh Mon Montou. If I probably butchered that one, but um one of the famous climbs in, in France. And uh so I started out on that. I just wanted to see what I was like. I wasn't planning on going all the way to the top. Um because I was trying to look after myself <laughs> as opposed to climbing like thirteen hundred meters in twenty Ks. So anyway, enjoyed <laughs> that one. That's gonna be a nice climb when I'm back on. Anyway, that was the start of the, the cycling. I thought, so I got onto the treatment, the ice, bit of heat, um, anti inflams stretching, bit of um, foam roller and, and spiky ball and all of that stuff and got out Wednesday. Yeah, wow, I took the day of not, not focus. I must have been parenting or family stuff, but it's got here 5 550 in the uh, in the evening. I went for a 3.2k run, 16 minutes. I knew it wasn't gonna. After a cup, a k or so in, it was um, it was just not right. So I turned around and then jumped on the bike for 33 and a half k's and cruised around London on that one. <laughs> and this time, uh, so on the bike, my glute med region's totally fine, but. It was what I, the symptoms I was getting I was, getting was um, weakness whenever I was standing on that right leg, uh, as in single leg. If I was putting on pants or shoes or whatever, um, it really weakened. I, w- I was really in, in, I was really unstable and and weak through that right glute. So I knew from past experiences what I had to do and and um, and just really back it off and not try and expect too much Mm. so um, i'm glad i didn't push any run past there you know when it um, affects your technique and your style and your gait that uh something's not right and you've got to stop it there so where were we thursday thursday yeah so the that's probably why it was a late run because i was out playing with the boys and they were riding their bikes and scooters and we saw jd jd down at the track so Thursday, got the whole family down to the athletics track. Uh, my wife, Bianca's is um, getting back into her fitness, and so she did a 3K time trial, and the boys and I just ran around and gave up high fives every half lap. And uh, so I ran 4Ks barefoot, I think, three, three to 4Ks barefoot. Um, and it was not bad. It was not bad, and it gave me confidence. Uh, it was still a bit niggly, but it was not bad with, um, with barefoot. But I thought, that's enough. Don't be be too greedy. And so later that evening, I went for a um, 33k bike ride on the roadie outside, which was lovely, for about an hour 17. Um, And then Friday was just bike riding to give it a bit more time and went 47 or just under 47ks for an hour 53 with mate Jason, who lives just a couple of streets down and, yeah, beautiful sights around Gembrook and Emerald and Cockatoo for 850 meters of elevation there john i know i was on the bike though but oh
3: you don't have to tell me <laughs> i
1: uh i then so the bike riding is obviously working really well it's, it's nice to do something that uh doesn't have any niggles or soreness or anything like that and, and a change i don't know for me whenever i'm niggly with the running my mind goes straight into cycling and i, I become obsessed with not obsessed really, but i become focused on all the things cycling and watching GCN clips and revisiting Tour de France and how to fix my bike. And I just <laughs> bought a whole bunch of bike stuff because I'm still rocking a, uh, 2005 road bike. So it's, it goes really well, but it's, um, it's quite vintage and almost vintage. But anyway, so Friday, Saturday, I got the mountain bike out and, um, Hit some jumps in Emerald down at our golf course in Emerald. It's it's not in use anymore, and the locals have been in there and shaping some jumps. And uh, yeah, yeah, the um, the teenager and me got got out and just loved it, absolutely loved it. Hot and windy, and uh, my mate Andrew and I and his son were out riding, and we hit this one section of jumps which was just beautiful. But the issue was it was direct headwind, so. We come barreling through the trees, and as soon as we got to the main jump, the, the headwind just kicked hard, and you literally just rolled over the jump. That's how, <laughs> how slowly got us down. Anyway, that was fun. That was, um, it says 14. It was probably about, I don't know, 17 Ks for just under two hours in total, but an hour and 10 of riding time. And then that evening, went for a 7K run to test the hip out and it was yeah i said good and average so it wasn't ideal um i knew the next morning that i had probably done a bit too much on that saturday and was planning to go for a run with jason and got up and it was a bit twingy so just jogged down to his place and told him uh can't i won't be running and then walked home so nice you know five minute walk out there but that just told me that yeah you, you've got to be a bit more sensible with this one it's it's not a, a quick fix and got the mountain bike out again and went on the dirt roads around home and 25 k's for an hour 22 and yeah really nice on the on the bike again so everything all my structures are working well on the bike and my knees pulled up really well whether it's the anti inflamms or Um, just a bit of time off running and back on the bike. So everything's feeling really good now. Um, and I was saying earlier to you boys that yeah, today was feeling even better again than it was yesterday. So I'm confident maybe I'll be cautious, but by next week I should be back into some good training or at least running again. And yeah, that is where we're at. I had one good thing on that mountain bike ride. I was, um, rolling down the, fire tracks on the side of the main road, on Padnosta Road there, and then jumped back out onto the bitumen and started to um, head for the top of Bailey Road where I live there. And it's like a staircase of climbs to get back up. And um, yeah, two road bike, two roadies came flying past me on the downhill and probably put hundred meters in along the flat and yeah, because of, you know, great rolling, great rolling resistance and weight on my mountain bike. Anyway, halfway up the climb, I started catching one of them and I'm like, oh, this is great. So that was a nice little motivator, catch up to them and sit next to them talking about bike riding and I'm on this old, old mountain bike and they're on the road bike. So um, um, yeah, one for the one for the hairy leg brigade. So um, yeah, all all is uh, well on that one. Let's just check. Got 55 odd k's of running in and um about 175 k's of bike riding so yeah keeping fit and making sure that i'm doing the gym work all the rehab work um all the self-massage and icing and all those protocols to um try and get back as as soon as i can uh given that we can't can't really go and see anyone um i can't see my Mayo or my Cairo at the moment so yeah i've got to do everything i can at the moment and with your help too dane so yep. hopefully this will be a nice cruisy week and then next week i'm back to um back to on-site teaching so uh that'll be obviously a, another level of stress and and time management so hopefully get everything sorted before then
0: apples um We'll, we'll obviously converse throughout the week and, you know, try to sort this hip out. Um, but are you worried about it? And other question, did you finish Cobra Kai? Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I'm not worried about the hip. I uh, Sorry, about my glute med in it uh, tonight, um, given how much it's improved in two days. So what was it? Sunday night, I went hard on the massage and um, the spiky ball and... Uh, massage stick that I've got really got some trigger point therapy happening and and probably probably bruised up the area a bit or or it's really the the area was quite tender so I took it easy yesterday um, and then tonight after this I'll give it another lighter session and just the the improvement in the last 48 hours has been great um, to the point where today everything that I do single-legged standing on that right leg isn't eliciting any pain um, or weakness or instability so Give it another i think i've got to be cautious probably give it till the weekend Um, i'll do a couple of test runs just to see but a proper run probably on the weekend um yeah i've had pretty consistent training since um march or since april so i've got a lot of um banking happening and and the cycling's really keeping me honest at the moment and, and Motivated. So that's good. Cobra Kai was really good Finished season one and two. So I'm waiting for season three. <laughs> nice little twist there <laughs> uh, Good to bring back the memories of Karate Kid Series <laughs> and all uh, the trilogy. Sorry, and then last night only two episodes, but got on to um, oh, High score it's called and it's all about the uh, evolution of the computer games into the um, home consoles and all that kind of stuff and arcade games and oh it was just a blast blast from the past yeah i was looking at some of the games and they were were showing like donkey kong and mario kart and and there was all these other games that i remember playing and you know it just brought a smile to my face i'm like oh that's the power of those um you know arcades and those games and yes listeners i'm I'm only 35 so (laughs) i wasn't around and there weren't any arcades where i lived (laughs) but I do remember getting my first Nintendo. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, all's good at the moment, keeping sidetracked and,
0: uh, yeah. And I Apples, um, just on the hip, like to give listeners context, you've struggled a bit with this in the past and um, it's meant that you've had to be pretty clever with like load management. And um, do, you, do you sort of, what do you put down this latest flare up to?
1: Uh, good, yeah, good point. We covered it last night, didn't we? And I forgot about it tonight. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Probably my own undoing is as has brought me to these issues. Like I've I've been fortunate to have great success as a junior and um, into the early ranks of seniors. And then when you get injured a few times, your your mind is still at that level, but your body isn't. And then you you going through roller coasters of rushing back in and and this this time around i i really focused on like what jd is doing i i kept a hilly tempo and then i did another session that was how I'll, how i was feeling on that kind of day and, and it would be something a bit faster but not too much in volume and and it was only two sessions a week and um, so that was going really well um, then i tried to look after the knee a bit more and take A couple of weeks really easy and focus on getting rid of that patella tendon um, issue. And I don't know whether through that or because of that, you start to wane a little bit in, not motivation, but I just felt a bit blur. And uh, then got back into it a couple of weeks. So it was going well. And the week leading into was, looking back, probably too heavy and too heavy on uh, not only in the training, but also it was wet. It was quite wet and whether that would put an extra load within the lower, lower limbs, um, which caused, I don't know, the hips, the glutes to overactivate or something. But what do we have? Um, I did a Thursday session, just a, yeah, a, a tempo on Thursday, then pretty much the, um, interval, well, it was another tempo style on the Saturday with JD on the grass and the wet track um, and then the long run Sunday and then back on the track Tuesday. So uh, in hindsight, I should have probably pushed it out to Wednesday, had another day, and um, that's something I'll try and do moving forward or probably the other side is I'll probably do a long run on the Saturday um, because of the way my work is I can't really do much on the Wednesday. Um, so I'll probably try and go like Tuesday friday or tuesday thursday um saturday or just go tuesday saturday uh, as opposed to a wednesday sunday so yeah the key is to like we've all been saying is is to get to the start line and and just try and tick every little box in the week without overdoing it which i'm really good at overdoing so (laughs) yeah (laughs) no and and, and not well yeah and and leaning on you guys a bit more than i have been you know and just saying hey what am i doing wrong here because as we know, you, you you look at your own training and you, you put it down and you kind of blindside yourself to all the little um, factors and the, the key markers that are kind of present in, in, your, in your eyesight there. So, yeah,
3: anyway, all in, good. In hindsight, Apples, we probably shouldn't have gone on the track that day, I reckon. Um, yeah. It was maybe going forward, though. we'll probably just go, you know what, it's too wet. We'll do something a bit slower on the road or just push yeah. the session back entirely like you said.
1: Yeah, exactly. And look, we were, we were humming and ironing a lot that, that weekend. And there was a lot of me was going, there's nowhere else we can get a session like it, um, where we wanted to just hit nice, flat, consistent pace. And that kind of weighed in, too much when really it should have been do something that gets the heart rate up to a certain level um and the the track the track focus will come later when it's a bit drier or and you know with covid and being stuck where we are um people a lot of people don't have access to tracks. and look we're lucky we've got the grass track there but for trying to get onto an all-weather track um we just have to be patient, I guess. And yeah, it's these, I'm glad to have the hiccup now and not in um, seven weeks time. So, exactly. yeah.
0: Cool, cool. Well, I'll go on to my week. Um, so I ended up- Any traffic up, lights for you? Nah, not, no, no traffic lights for me. No
1: traffic um,
0: lights. Yeah, just
1: loco.
0: Not much elevation for me as well. Um, pretty, pretty flat where I am. Um, Well,
1: the treadmill will do that too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So I got 140Ks done for the week, two doubles, gym session, one speed workout and uh, one sort of time on the feet long run and then one one session that I was a bit disappointed with and that was on the Saturday where, um, yeah, as you've heard, the general consensus was that the temperature changed (laughs) Um, in Melbourne and Victoria and it was a bit hotter and I wasn't used to it and, and a bit windier as well But I'll start out on Monday. So Monday once again my usual easy day after my long run. So I For those that can remember I had a pretty big long run the, the day before so I just did 70 minutes easy Just at the usual stomping ground the Langwarrin Flora and Fauna Reserve Tuesday I did a couple of easy runs. So um, I banked pretty much from Monday to Friday, just a lot of easy runs. Um, and the plan was to, to have a good Saturday and Sunday for the week. So Monday to Friday was sort of focused on recovery and regenerating and, and then um, do a bit more work on the weekend. Um, Tuesday, I did 60 minutes uh, at 444s uh, just at Langwarren Flora and Fauna Reserve again. Uh, I did six 60-meter strides just to try to get my legs going again from the weekend. And I did uh, the online strength and conditioning uh, videos that I've been doing. So that actually took three hours again. So, but it really does. Um, I mean, the benefit for me is it makes me do my strength and conditioning. And um, I always feel awesome after doing that. So for my arvo jog with my dog Remy around the block, I did 35 minutes at 459 per K. Wednesday, I did 90 easy at Langwarrin Flora and Fauna Reserve again. So just through the bushy trail tracks there at 509 per K uh, Covered 17 and kilometers. Just really cruisy. Just enjoyed the run again uh, We're still feeling a little bit tired actually and that's a few days after Sunday Thursday, I woke up early and the plan was to still make sure that I'm doing some kind of speed work and, and not completely disregard the speed work because i found if i do i just uh turn into uh a one-dimensional kind of run i just got one pace uh so i did eight four hundreds around the f- local Frankston athletics uh Frankston high school track which was that track i talked about last week but we added an extra 22 meters on so it's still a pentagon mm. shape still got hills in it um but uh if you're doing one lap and then having a minute off you can you can um yeah work out four hundred meters quite well so that was a good session. I did sort of sixty nine to sixty six off a minute and then uh in the afternoon, I did seven k's easy with the dog again at five oh twos so a nice recovery run uh Achilles was a little bit sore from the four hundreds Friday went back to langwarren flora and fauna reserve so <laughs> my fifth run there for the week I love it in there can just turn off and um, yeah you pretty much pretend you're anywhere Um, you you forget that you're um, just in Frankston Um, did 522 per K really slow Uh, Saturday I went to work in the morning so um, I work uh, on Saturdays once a month uh, just at southern suburbs in Parkdale uh saw nine patients from eight till one and once i got out of work at one o'clock um, I, I i it was an amateur mistake i didn't look at the weather and then I, as soon as i walked outside i was like oh wow you know 27 degrees and 30 to 50 k per hour winds um and uh to do physio at the moment you yeah, have to wear a, a face mask and a face shield and i don't know i was feeling pretty lousy already like before i even started the session warmed up at Ballum park and the idea for this session was to do 15 by 1k with just 400 jog in between and, and do the 1ks at roughly about 320 per k so just a, a touch quicker than 50k pace but um i had to change it on the fly because i just didn't feel good at all and and uh, I, I sort of talked about it yesterday um, to you guys. Uh, I I just pretended it was like an altitude altitude training session. Like I've heard a few guys um, and uh, reference heat heat training um, to 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 have a similar toll on your body as altitude um, training. So when you first go up to altitude, you take it a bit easier. You shorten your sessions. You you take some pace off and. So I decided to go. All right, let's aim for ten by one k at three thirty per k. Um, and I got through nine of them, and then I, I was just I was dead. I was tired. I I um, stopped um, and uh, called it a day and, and lay on the grass for about five minutes and and then got myself up and and I was exhausted for the rest of the day and. Um, yeah i was i was i was really tired and, and i reckon um, i was dehydrated because i was just um uh in, in now that i have the um, benefit of um seeing how i've pulled up uh, after a couple of days of being heavy on the fluids and and some good sleep um i've come good um but it just shows what a change in temperature can do and in melbourne we haven't had a day like that for i reckon six months so Ended up going to bed at 8.30 on Saturday night and got a good 10 hours and um, Yeah, I've got a little bit of Craig Appleby in me. I I normally like going to bed a bit later Um, So going to bed at 8.30 was different for me Um, But it was it worked out pretty well. I woke up uh, Sunday and I still felt good despite it um, despite um, losing the hour and got up and Got out the door at 8 o'clock and the plan was to do a Longer long run so n- with no hard bits in it, but just time on the feet. So just jog around for 40 K um, so Fortunately, I've got a treadmill. So I was able to run with um, Matt Davy, mattress who and we met about 5 Ks between both of our houses at the Frankston Reservoir and did a few laps in there covered 26 Ks um, I was slightly over the two hours I did two hours and eight minutes and and then came back and I made sure the door was open, went straight from outside through the door onto the treadmill, um, threw the top off, put the aircon on and, and got the hilltop hoods blasting to finish off the run and, and did 14Ks on the treadmill. So it was 40Ks and and it, it, I can't run fast on that treadmill so I was doing five minutes per K and um, I reckon I was on that treadmill for about an hour and 15 minutes. So it was, it was a bit over three hours of running um and then fortunately the rest of sunday was a pretty easy day um i ended up going to the beach and um and caught up caught up with a couple of friends um at the beach and uh yeah ice the legs and um you know lay down for four hours um yeah so that was pretty much the week it was uh i wasn't roughed with it um it was just a, a a mediocre week with a lot of easy running and then i tried to do a Few workouts on the weekend and it didn't really completely go to plan. Um, Achilles was a little bit sore, I was a little bit tired here and there, but got 140ks done. I'm still running. Uh and uh in terms of like we're talking about it on the pot on the on the podcast yesterday, uh, what have I got planned ahead? Well, um I've sort of just sort of been planning it one week at a time. I've got a basic sort of general plan of when my hard weeks are going to be and when my easy weeks are going to be um over the next uh seven and a half weeks um but yeah in terms of what i'll do next week i know i know i want to make it a little bit hard but i'll I'll generally have a fair bit of easy running at the front half of the week maybe a minor sort of speed session in there and then i was thinking a few 5k reps just to have a bit of a specific kind of session in there and there's a time on the feet long run again um so yeah, that's 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 where the training's at. Um,
3: yeah, solid long run though, Dane.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was mm. slow, but it was it was just good to be out there for that long and and um, try to callous the legs and and get the legs used to just running for a long time. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's funny yeah. that we've all we've all mentioned. The change in temperature Like only a week ago i remember it was minus one for a run and then we're what high 20s by this weekend so people listening out there we're not just gone soft it was um it's a massive change in just a week
0: yeah, it's classic melbourne isn't it like i remember last week on the show you, you saying that belinda was undoing your shoelaces because <laughs> yeah, your hands were too
3: cold completely frozen yeah. and then sunburn on the weekend
2: unreal <laughs> 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 and yeah like and Dane, like, you you know, you just finished your work day and then you're out in that heat. Um, and I, I think it shows a lot of poise by you to adapt to the session, even though that, you you know, you lowered your expectations going into it, but then even when you'd started, you'd then lowered them again because you knew that it was going to cook you. I think that, you know, you just know your body. And I think that, you know, given the conditions, you have to sort of match match the conditions as well with your with your body and you know if you're gonna dig yourself a bit of a hole you're probably just you know doing the right thing by just calling it either a little bit slower or a little bit less reps and um yeah and after a work day as well I think you've did the right thing and backing up with Sunday like that 40k and I know you can't run fast on that treadmill it's pretty tiny but um (laughs) like plays and you know a lot of it on a treadmill going pretty you know slowly like it's a lot of time running
0: yeah no thanks i was like don't get me wrong i was pretty frustrated to not finish the session and 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 there was a few times on that saturday workout where i was like well you know this is how you're going to feel i don't know 60 laps in 80 laps in 100 laps in like you know practice some mental resilience here um but it was just it it was um it became a, a sort of call where I was like, well, I'm, I'm going hard tomorrow as well. Like, I'm going long. So I was sort of like, well, I am in training now and um, and I I do need to feel half okay tomorrow to, to be able to manage the long run. So, yeah, it's that tricky balance between, um, between uh, yeah, realising that it's just training and we need to make the start line, Um and and then pushing yourself as well so it's it's tricky it's not it's a fine art at times and and i think everyone's different aren't they like you you just learn from experience and learn from mistakes um yeah
1: and this this event that we're running is is new i know for three of us um trying to get yourself conditioned to be running on the track but patient enough to not overdo it that's going to be the fine line between, um, I guess, a successful training block and, uh, and not. So it'll be interesting to see how we go and, and hopefully no one else gets any major niggles or, um, or injuries. But, um, yeah, trying to condition yourself to be getting out on the track is going to be one to watch. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: like your background. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Dion I forgot
0: to ask you about your plans for this week
2: Um well I guess just a bit of consolidation to Because of the last weekend was pretty um tiring actually Like it was really drained and um, the legs are pretty tender Like around the thighs just like adductors, hummies and quads I feel like I've actually like run a marathon so Um yeah it's gonna do a workout Tuesday um today but um Yeah, just started and I was like, you know what, I'll just do a few strides. And I didn't want to push it. I'd rather, you know, be conservative and get to the start line at 80% than be injured on the sidelines at 100% fitness. So, um, yeah, just plenty of jogging this week. And um, as long as the leg is feeling fine, which so far it has been. But, yeah, I'll top up with a few rides as well just to get a bit more aerobic sort of fitness. But um, yeah, just jogging and I'll do a session on Thursday and I wouldn't mind getting down to the track and and just doing a few runs, just doing laps. Um, I actually don't mind doing that. So um, I'll I'll probably do that and- Nice. Um, What should we, should
0: we call it boys? Like it's been um, second night running.
3: (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: I reckon. I reckon you've all done a brilliant job. Um, sorry about stuffing up, um, uh, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't think I'll try that microphone again.
1: <laughs> uh, we absolutely nailed it again tonight. As in, yeah, probably an hour and a half yesterday, and we've streamlined it a bit more and. Uh, even remembered
3: what we spoke about so that's it was good. <laughs> it's it's very very weird <laughs> yeah, like didn't we do this yesterday yeah <laughs> we just, yesterday. Uh, to be yeah. honest
0: i reckon it was a bit more um insightful tonight i i think um we um had a bit more time to deliberate and 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 i suppose think think, think things through so
1: yeah 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 well um yeah here's to a nice Successful, cruisy, enjoyable week, and for all the parents out there. Um, last couple of days of remote learning for the primary school sector and the year sevens and VCE. So uh, enjoy.
3: Just, well just one thing, Dame, before we go. Yep. Um, have you recorded this tonight?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, send my apologies to um, yeah Bianca, Belinda, and Jackie um yeah sorry um yeah no i definitely recorded it it's all good this is going out this is going to air
1: right. <laughs> the anchor just said she'll send you the bill
2: so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it won't happen again well have a good week guys What well on boys okay right. we'll talk, talk soon